Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction or who are searching for a better way to live. In this series, The Life, you'll study the life of Jesus. Who is he? What is he really like? Does he care about me? Rich and Susan Collenberg are a husband and wife team who found freedom over two decades ago from their lives of drug addiction and alcoholism. They found biblical answers and now share their experience of freedom on Freedom to Choose. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose. And this is program number 42 in the series, The Life. And we're going to talk about the light again. Yes. Because it is just seems like to be a really good topic. And if you're ever interested in hearing any of the programs over again or some other content, we have a lot of, of available um, audio messages on our website. It's uh, at justasiamministries.com. And so you can go there and uh, listen to previous shows as well as um, look at the resources that we have available and reach out to us. And we'll be more than happy to send those resources out to you for free. That's right. Yep, so that's a beautiful wanna, thing. I want to always remind people that, that we have some stuff available. Yeah, you know, and I just I just was reminded as well. I want to give a shout-out to to my company. Um, that, yay! Yay, Roblin yay, Contracting. Yay, Roblin Contracting. Um, the, in El Dorado and I want, Hills. I'm going to mention Bob Chomey's name too because he's he's my strength over there. He's such a wonderful man, and uh, as are many other as, people. Oh yeah, leadership. everybody over there is great. Yes. Uh, but they they have donated to our ministry once again this year, and we are very grateful for that. We thank all of you that are out there that have donated. We are now on Sirius Satellite Radio. Yes. Um, I'm not sure how many listeners, but we just there's a lot. There's a lot, and so not only are not only are we local here on KFIA and the Bay Area and up north, and uh, but now we're on Sirius Satellite, and we just got a call actually the other day from Canada. And we also have a program that just started in the Chicago area. In the area Chicago as well. area as well. So so we're branching out, and that's because of you. And 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 we want to let everybody know that. Um, that we covet your prayers and and that um, specifically that you would pray that God would use this radio mi- uh, ministry to reach out to people, whether it's family members or people who are struggling in addiction or just regular basic um, problems in life and are struggling with their relationship with God because, um, you know, we talk about the talents and what, um, you know, Rich and I being recovering drug addicts, I'm trying to get to a point here, you know, we don't have a whole lot to give, but it's a little bit, and this is, this is a little bit that we do have to give. And we try to, to reach out to people, to let them know that there is hope and that there is a possibility of change. And, um, that if God can do it for, for people like us who were addicted to methamphetamine and, and just out on the streets you know, for 25 years of our life, that he is capable of restoring anybody that's out there. And, and that's, our, that's our, always been our goal is to try to 
to be, um, you know, that light. That light. That light and in this darkness. You know, and I we talked about it last time, Jesus being the light of the world. And, and when, I, when I think of light, I think of hope. Mm-hmm. Because the more we understand what kind of a God is willing to reach down into that garbage barrel and grab me and clean me up right. and say, you are my son. Right. In whom I am well pleased. Right. You, you, I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care what your history is because everybody's got bad history. But what we do want is just for you to simply be teachable. Let, let me move you along at your own pace. I'm not going to push you. I'm going to let you make the choices so I don't destroy your individuality. So it'll be your choices, Rich. It'll be your choices, Susan, that make you who you are. And we can change you as long as you're teachable. Right. As long as you embrace the light and are teachable. And that light, that brings me hope. And I read those stories in the Bible about Paul who had all that baggage and about David who had all that baggage and how God reached into that. It's a, it's it, it, the humanity. It's like we're, we're on this course of self-destruction. Yeah. You know, the whole human race that has been from the very beginning. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, in the beginning of the Bible, God is with man. Right? Right. And in the end of the Bible, what happens? God is with man. Right. But all through the center of the Bible is man running from God to the darkness and God chasing him. And because we love darkness more than light, we run from the light like, you know, bugs. And, and, yes, like little cockroaches, yeah. huh? And it's, it's crazy. But that's, and so what is God willing to do to, to go through? How much will he veil himself? in order that he can just, so we can just get a glimpse of him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he veils himself in human flesh. And, you know, we can we can look at, uh, you know, Rich and I have the experience of being drug addicts, but, you know, we can look at people who are drug addicts and say, wow, for them to be restored is going to take a whole lot of, a whole lot of, uh, of God's power. But in reality, it's people like us right now who basically can say, well, we're not even in need of a savior. We have, you know, at this point in time, uh, we're not living out on the streets. We have a home that we live in. We have Oh, so it's easy the, It's easy to look around and say, we, we, we got it going on. Right. I don't have those issues. And God is saying, oh, yeah, but you, you really do. Yeah, we're, he's getting to the root. He's, right. right now, so he's now, getting to the root of what all that addiction was about. Right. And it's painful. Right. The addiction, even though it, it was difficult to overcome, but it wasn't, it it's, it's it's the heart stuff. The, the you addiction's know, that a symptom. Is the hard stuff. Yeah, the addiction's a symptom of the disease. Right. The disease itself is fear and selfishness and right. pride. Right. And, and and the drugs and the alcohol alcohol were our solution to stop the pain. So as we go through life, we can see well. So now sometimes maybe it's food, or maybe it's power, or maybe it's money, or possessions, or standing in the you're standing in the society that we use to cover up that pain the, and that still fear. symptoms exactly. symptoms of the same disease exactly and and of course the one that he could that, that he illustrated was so hard to get to was the pride right the pride and we all have it right. and we 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 all hold on to things we are we all prejudge in other words we all have prejudices because we know we're right and and the problem is we're not right. You know, none of us have it all going on. Right. You know, we're all going to need some fetching up when we get to heaven. Right. It, it would be, you know, nobody has it all dialed in. But yet we stand and maintain that we have it all, and that's why he 
He veiled himself in human flesh and came here. Because the light was the too light bright was for too us bright. to experience. And it was still too bright. Right. And they did not like it. They did not like that character. They did mm-hmm. not like a person that helped the poor and walked with those that were uh, that had leprosy. And he, they did not like that. And God's saying, "I'm sorry. This is who I am." Right. It's kind of like it's kind of like the story of the Pharisee who goes up to give his offering and to pray before God, saying, "God, I'm glad I'm not like one of those." And and can you just imagine? I guess in your own mind, God is saying. But you're, 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 you're worse. worse. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, for people who are listening to us, you know, we can look and we can see how people are struggling in addictions and things that show on the outside. But how many of us are willing to rec- are willing to search our own hearts and our own minds to find the, the things out that are, are causing our destruction, but just isn't an apparent it's on the outside? It's not as apparent. It, that's right. all. You know, the drug addict or the alcoholic, they were there. They wear their sin on their sleeve. Right. Real easy to see. Right. A lot of us can hide it a lot better. And I'm, I'm finding now as as I go through, what, 23, 24 years clean now, but I, I've got a lot of, what, 25? Almost. No, you maybe. Oh, okay. We're, we're, third grade math kind of gets us both. Let's see. Well, let's do the math. 90, I got clean in 96. Yeah, I got clean in 96, late 96. Right. Okay, we're, now we just dated the program. So- um, not necessarily. Yeah, we're, we're, we're both pushing on 25 years clean and sober. Right. So, and now we're we're finding that the God, problem the wasn't, problem the, drugs wasn't the drugs and the alcohol. <laughs> Those were the symptoms of the real problem. Right. And, and it, but, you know, God will move you along at your pace. He's not going to give up on you. Right. And there's times where, where I've given up on myself. Mm-hmm. And that that's why we need that light, because that light is hope. But suit two as well is sometimes when we get closer to the light, the more um, flaws that we see. But we should never allow that to discourage us. We should continue to go to the light because that's where healing and restoration is. Yeah, it's not to harm us; it's to help us. It's to help us cleanse us if we want to take the medication. Right. So we were talking about addictions and. And about the behavioral addictions, sometimes they're they're so insidious in us. So we could, you know, well, they gossip, are they are fashionable sometimes, right? Gossip, being you know, yeah. pumping yourself up at the expense of somebody else, or yeah. um, you know, bullying people or attacking someone's character instead of standing on your own principles. So there's just so much of behavioral stuff, you know, yeah. not being good to yourself and and um, you know, not treating yourself good yeah physically or you know doing the things that are that promote health Mm -hmm. yeah or or um well we get in discussions and sometimes those discussions get heated right and you can always tell who's losing an argument and that's the person that keeps turning the volume knob Mm -hmm. up because Mm -hmm. really that's all they've got is the volume Mm -hmm. and that's pride talking right when when someone all all they've got is the volume knob because they don't have the truth on their side and for me I sin the most when I'm right. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in other words, I can harm people trying to get a point across. Well, and I think one of our biggest issues going on in this day and age is the issue of fear. Sure. You know, fear of um, being found out. And there's so much fear going on: fear of death, fear of of um, losing. You know, possessions. Income. Yeah, income. absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's reality. Abs- it's, it's, yes, it is. It is a real thing, and it is a real fear, and so. I don't know. I've always known with me that there's a gap 
between who I am and who I think I am or who I want. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a gap there. What do you mean? Between who I am and who I think I am or who I, or I, I maybe it's better put who I want to be. Okay. And there's, there's a, I want, it's hard to bring those two together mm-hmm. because my intent, if I'm judged on my intentions, I'm wearing a crown. I'm right. wearing a halo. Right. Right. I've got great intentions. You're ready to be translated. But, it, but if you look at my history, my actions, they're not too red hot. Mm. See, and so actions and history is who I am. Right. It, intentions are who I want to be. And there's a gap okay. between those. Mm-hmm. Jesus can make that gap close. Right. We it just takes preparation. It takes a lot of preparation, a lot of letting him in, and and letting that light show you where, where the you, darkness where is the in darkness our is. And mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a long dark hallway in my brain, and there's some doors there that I don't want anybody opening. Right. You know, and I'm sure we all have them, and and we're afraid to have those doors opened. We're afraid to be, let that light in and be exposed. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it and and it's. Not natural. In fact, it's a defense mechanism to keep that door shut. Right. See, and Jesus saying, I need the walls to come down. And the thing is, is the the most ironic thing is, is that he already knows everything. He already knows everything. Right. So we're not the only, the only people, you know, so we think we hide things that we don't want anybody to know. But Jesus is already saying, I already know the struggles and everything that you're trying to hide and you don't have to for me. You can be honest with me. You can come to me, and and I am there for you. Yeah, and God, and God is not a vending machine. We don't tell him what to do. So our prayers are for our own growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not God. He is. So I don't command him to do things. Right. So if I want, if I want healing, if I want to let him in, then... He's the doctor. I'm the patient. If I go down a hall, he's not going to bust the door open. But the Bible says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Mm-hmm. I got to let him into that room where that darkness is. Mm-hmm. Then it's my choice. It's my individuality. It's my character that's being grown by my choice by letting him in mm-hmm. to every dark corner of 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 my life, mm-hmm. right? And let the light shine. And and so that's when he says, you know, the truth can make you free. Right. You know, the light, the light, the truth can make you free. But you have to embrace that light. It's a part of life. It's just how reality works. Absolutely. Because the as as we submit to God, then there's a restoration that happens. Mm-hmm. It's a um, it's not a place where, you know, it's not like the world, right? Where sometimes you submit to the world and then you're taken advantage of. Right. Or, you know, and I think that's where where people are harmed and where people have been hurt is that they have been subjected to harm. Mm-hmm. And so there is that fear. Oh, of, yeah. There's that, that, guard, that defense mechanism already in place. Absolutely. And, and, and it's and understandably. Right. And so we, God can break those walls down slowly in the right time. Right. right. And so as we, um, you know, as we're able to confess to him the things that we are struggling with, he can give us liberty of soul, right? He can restore and 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 give us freedom. And I'm glad you said that, liberty of soul, because in James 2.12, he calls 
the Ten Commandments the law of liberty. Why would he call the Ten Commandments the law of liberty? Because what are the Ten Commandments? They're just basically don't take. Don't take. Right. Right? Don't take your father and mother's reputation. Don't take a life. Don't take their stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't take his wife. Mm -hmm. Don't even think about taking. Mm -hmm. Don't take their reputation. It's don't take, don't take, don't take. Because what we do in our fear is we try to take. We try to take more. We want what somebody else has. We want to, we feel better when we gossip. Mm -hmm. And what are we doing when we're gossip? We're taking their reputation. Right. Or bearing uh, we, false witness, or when Jesus says, "Don't even be angry without a, you know, if you thou shall not, you've heard from old that you shall not kill." I'm saying, don't be angry, right? Because you're killing them in your head, right? But it makes it's a temporary fix, and we go, we we gravitate to these temporary fixes of taking and taking and taking, and 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 so it's interesting. So God didn't just come out on the mountain and say, this is what I want you to do because I am God and you are not, and so follow me. He's coming and he's saying, you all are doing this, and what you're doing is harmful to yourself and to other people. So let me give you some parameters to help you get set right. And and the interesting thing is, is he gives those parameters and and how, I mean, we are the human family, right? Right. So how sick does a family have to be when you sit them down at the breakfast table and now say, now, wife, I don't want you committing adultery right. today. With, right, with, with the pool man. With the pool man or whatever. We don't have a pool man. You know, Johnny, I don't want you killing anybody at school today. Right. Right? And you go on Susie, and on. Susie, don't steal. Don't steal, you know, right. From, from the whatever. Right. Whatever. Yeah. So God sits his family down and says, don't take, don't take, don't take. So we have to be told. But see, that is the law of love. Right. That's what it is. Love doesn't take. Love gives. Love doesn't harm. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle. And you go through uh, what Paul wrote about love. It's all these characteristics that are not selfish. Right. And, and there's only one that's described as having perfect love. And what does the perfect love do? Perfect love casts out fear. And what is our problem? Our, our problem, problem is, is fear, fear and selfishness. Fear, which manifests itself in selfishness. Right. And remember, and we all, we, we've done this before, we go back to the Garden of Eden when Adam took from the tree that he shouldn't have took from, and God is in the garden, and he's going after Adam, saying, he, he, he didn't go after Adam with a gavel right? And, say, and tell Adam what he did. What did he say? Adam, where are you? And what have you done? Where, yeah, where are you psychologically? Right. Where are you? And Adam says, I was ashamed and afraid, and I hid myself. Mm-hmm. Right? And God said, well, you were ashamed. Why? Because you were naked? Well, who told you you were naked? You're not happy with you, Adam, because you're not getting that from me. Right. Right? That comes God from the darkness. God, yeah. God didn't say, Adam, you're naked. God said, Adam, who told you you're naked? Adam was no longer happy with himself. Right. And so then, so then what does he say? The woman that you gave me. In other words, I'm going to deflect here. Mm-hmm. And that's what we I'm inherit. not going to be accountable I'm for afraid, my actions. I'm afraid. So the woman that you gave me, everybody in the room's guilty but Adam, right. see? And, and, and I know we go over this a lot, but this is what we inherited. And I, I see it a lot in my life. I don't like, I don't like the spotlight on me. Mm-hmm. It's way better when it's on somebody else. Right. I don't like that light on me because when that light 
it'll show every all my defects. Mm-hmm. It'll show where I made mistakes. It'll mm-hmm. show where I continue to make mistakes. I don't like to see or that. Or it shows where we're stubborn and we don't. Yeah, you know, we're unwilling or, to learn, or, or to where change. we harm people with our behavior, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff uh, comes into play. And that's what the light does. The light will show us where our defects of character are if we're teachable. Right. If not, we justify those. It's okay. It's okay to criticize because they got it coming. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be angry because they got it coming. That doesn't do us any good other than puff up our pride. Right. That's all that does. And and cloud our minds so that the light can't get through. Right. So if we're dwelling on critical things or anger or revenge, what are we not dwelling on? On the on, on those the... things where Paul says, thinks on, think on these things, everything that is pure, lovely, gentle, kind. Those are the the fruits of the spirit. He says, "Think on these things." Right. So, it's just good biblical advice because what Paul is trying to tell us is, if you want to build a good, healthy brain, you dwell on those things that are good and healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Once again, and we said in the last program, anger anger can be part of your journey. Right. But you do not want mm-hmm. to it. It can't be your address. Right. And I think I think anger can become your address if you if you have resentments and you're looking for revenge. Yeah. And in 12 in 12 step programs, what do they deal with in step four and step five? Your resentments. Right. Your resentments and your fears. Right. That's what they deal with. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it gets them out in the open. Shines a light on them. Sheds a light on them. Right. Where you and another person can see them and you discuss them. And you get them out in the open. And these resentments, and these, these are what's killing you. These are what's causing, causing the alcoholism. Right. These are what's causing the addiction is because you're holding on to things that are killing you. Right. And destroying your brain and destroying your soul. And, and you're, you become more and more hopeless because everything is in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Everything is in darkness. Right. Light is so important if we embrace it, if we're willing to say... Right. And and so like from my own experience, once I was able to look at my past in a new light, light, in the true light, in a true light and a new light, then it no longer held me in bondage. Exactly. That's what happens. Right. The devil wants. It doesn't change the past or the the events. See, that's true. But it does change your perspective on those events. And it changes my future. And it changes your future. And it changes where I am today. Yeah. All based on. You know, not having the dark glasses on, if you will. Right. And I think that that's how God wants us to, if we want to be restored to sanity today, is being able to look at our past, take responsibility for where we need to take responsibility, but then also, you know, look at it in a different light mm-hmm. so that it doesn't hold that bondage doesn't over hold us. that power. And the resentment, and the re- mainly, yeah. and the revenge. And then we learn how to set boundaries. We learn how to forgive, but not but not co-sign somebody's behavior. Right. You know, because all that's part of it. Learning how to forgive someone, but not co-signing the behavior and not having to be friends with them anymore, but you can still forgive them or you can be friends with them. You know, learning all that behavior uh, through shedding light and, and looking on at the past in, in the true light that it really is. Right. Because it's history. You're not changing it. Right. But, but Jesus, God has a way of taking bad things and turning them around for good. Absolutely. Just think about Paul's past. 
and how God... T- Paul had a, a past with the Pharisees. He had a past with, you know, taking women and children and dragging them out of their homes. And God took that that past that he had, and he turned it around for good. And, 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 and Paul writes all these books in the New Testament, but his history allowed him to do that. First it was, believe like me or I'm going to drag you out of the house. And then he writes... Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Right. Paul was changed. Right. And so that's what God wants to do with every one of us. He wants to change us into new creatures with the same history. Mm-hmm. Won't change it, but he'll make us, he'll allow us to look at that history where it's useful now. Right. Yeah, where it's useful, which is a, my history's useful now. I, yes. It, it, before it wasn't. It was right. something it was I had damaging. to, it, yes, yes, I had to run from it. I had to hide from it. Right. We are going to have to wrap it up. That was seemed like an awfully quick program, and uh, we're thankful that you are with us. Uh, www.justasiamministries.com. If you need resources or if you want to listen to one of our programs, you can go there. And remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is the miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle, and you have the freedom to choose. Do I love my neighbor? Thank you for listening to Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Collenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could It Be This Simple, The Way Out of Your Prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening, and remember... You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.